And welcome, everyone. Welcome to Tarot Insider. We are the show that talks about the world through tarot and numerology, magic, spirituality, the law of attraction, sacred geometry, or anything on your mind, because it is open lines all show long. You set the topic or call in for a mini reading. We'd love to do that. And this is Dax Carlisle. I'm coming to you live from Tucson, Arizona. And joining me as always, Suzanne Warnett. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Dax. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Can you believe we've made it to February, Dax? That's ridiculous. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> the older I get, the the older I get, the faster time goes by, and I'm just not liking it. You know, I'm going to be 90 soon <laughs> at this rate. I know. <laughs> There's no fairness anymore. Oh, my gosh. A lot of other people are noticing it, too, and even people younger than me. So I, I'm I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's not just getting older. It's a combination of that, and, and uh, the energy is just speeding up or something. Yeah, it could well be, because we've, we've definitely had periods where it feels like the energy is really stagnating, um, and years seem to last forever. And, um, but I do think that there is, and this is something that I think we're going to see increasingly over the next few years, just an increase in the amount of energy that's around us. And I think that's what's causing mm-hmm. a lot of chaos right now. And I know we're going to be um, talking about the, uh, you know, the numerology of today's date, but there's a lot of chaos around us at the moment, politically, socially, environmentally and I just think this is some bigger picture that's going on right now and quite frankly I want it to stop that's all I'm saying I want <laughs> it to stop now <laughs> well I think it will breath. shift the farther we go into 2018 I think the more you're going to see the shift because we went from that uh, masculine one year of 2017 right. into the two world year of 2018, which is uh, a more feminine energy. And I think things are going to, going to start changing for the better. At least that's what I think is going to happen anyway. But uh, yeah, I loved how you mentioned, Oh, things, things seem so chaotic and and it just so (laughs) happens that today's a five day, which is, is the, is the chaos number in numerology. It's also the number of the adventurer and, it's a high energy number. Um, we we even talked about this last week, and yeah, we did. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mentioned I mentioned like from astrology, you know, how you can be in Mercury retrograde and everybody dreads Mercury retrograde because of all the chaos. But uh, the other thing is, you can get a lot done during Mercury retrograde because there's so much more energy. The same thing is true of five. So today's a chaos day. You know, I mean, I wouldn't try to, to do anything, you know, uber important. Like I wouldn't sign a contract today or get married on a five day. I don't think, uh, I mean, it's, it's more like you should ride the waves, you know, learn to, to ride the cycle of ups and downs, you know, so like when we're in a five year, like both you and I were in a five year last year, it was all about, yeah, just make it through it, you know, read some books, get out into nature, you know, uh, travel, 
find an adventure for today, go to a museum, watch a movie, you know, just <laughs> get through the day. But the uh, the other side of the coin is is that there's like so much energy today. You could get a lot done, start new things. Um, in fact, the the actual day is a one day which is new new things. The entire date is what reduces to the five. And uh, interestingly enough, I also uh, picked as the card of the day, the Empress card from Tarot, you know, and she has a passion for life, the earth and nature. And, you know, as I just mentioned, get out into nature and, you know, that'll, that'll help in a five day, you know. Um, the Empress is also... Associated with uh, fruitfulness, growth, action, development, well-being, security, love and parenthood, maternal care, fertility. I mean, sometimes, especially combined with uh, certain other cards, you know, it it can be uh, the pregnancy card. She's often depicted as pregnant in in cards. And so, you know, uh, I'm not saying necessarily that literally, hey, this is the good day to go out and and get pregnant. But uh, (laughs) – as as far as um, birthing new ideas, birthing uh, new projects, uh, you know, finishing up or at least starting that book, you know, or maybe you're creating a, a deck uh, or some some other project that you're creating, you know, uh, this is a good day for that. Plus, you couple it with the uh, five energy, you can get a lot done today. So. Get to work. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's the card of the day, the Empress, and the numerology of the day. It's a five day. The whole date, anyway, reduces to a five. And uh, so um, we've also, because it's the beginning of the year, we've been talking about our personal year numbers. We just talked about the world year number of two. And uh, that is, you know, a duality number. It's a number about balance. It's uh, relationships and uh, love and relationships and um, like we're going into this month. February is a two-month, and Valentine's Day is in the two-month, which is the relationship number. That is not coincidence, people. (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, and so world year of two, uh, there's other kinds of relationships, though, you know, fa- familial relationships, business partnerships, uh, a, a lot of that can be accomplished this year. But there's also the personal year numbers because uh, we're all going through a nine-year cycle, which uh, for most of us doesn't line up with the world year. So the world year is a two, but you might be in well, like you and I, Suzanne, we're in a six-year, you know, and uh, you get that from right. the month and day of birth. Yeah, you add those together and add it to the world year number, 2018, which is uh, 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 8 is 11. So it's master number 11, the master illuminator year, and then you finish the reduction, 1 plus 1 is 2. So you add that two to your birthday and birth month. Mine's uh, June sixteenth, which reduces to a four. Four plus two is six. That's how you get it. That's why we're in. I'm in a six year, and uh, same thing for uh, Suzanne there. You know. So if you don't know your personal year number for 2018, just 
ask us when you get on air with us. We have a few people calling in. There's still plenty of room on the switchboard, though. So give us a ring, 949-203-4840. We would love to chat with you today. Remember, it's open lines. So anything that's on your mind, you can chat about. And also, if you want to ask questions, maybe you have a burning question about you know our typical topics like magic, spirituality, the law of attraction, sacred geometry, tarot, numerology, anything that's on your mind there. Uh, and you could also call in for a mini reading. We can do that with you. Again, the number is 949-203-4840. It's good for all of our shows all week long. And before we go to the phone lines, uh, why don't I get that out of the way real quickly? You're going to find all this information. You know, we're part of the angelic uh, – sorry. Uh, we're, we're part of the Angelic Realms radio network, and we have shows – uh, all week long, and uh, everything is on the info page. So you go to angelpractitioners.com and click the info upper upper right on any page in the nav bar, or just type in your browser, angelpractitioners.com forward slash info. And on this page, everything going on with angelic realms and so forth. Uh, also, the International Association of Angel Practitioners, and I just wanted to mention some of the upcoming shows uh, this coming Sunday. So in, in two days here, February 4th, uh, Bernadette Garvin, our host, has on Sue Schumacher. And they're talking about exploring your soul's unique history through the Akashic Records. Now, that just sounds really cool. <laughs> I want to hear that show. And then uh, Tuesday, February 6th. Your host is Rose Fullhorse, and she has a special guest, medium Dr. Suwandi Mustakim. Now, there's a name. Whew, barely got through that one. Uh, best-selling author of the book Slavery at Sea, and she's also a medium. So that's going to be a fan, fascinating show, fascinating show. Uh, Suzanne and I will be back next Thursday, February 8th. More open lines and uh, numerology and tarot readings. Friday, February 9th, uh, Fiona and Vivian have been on hiatus for a long time, and they're coming back, but only for one show. Okay, wait, don't freak out, <laughs> but this is, this is the funny thing. So they're going to be back on Friday, February 9th at their normal time, 2 p.m. Eastern, and returning from their hiatus, but they're going to be talking about their move to the Tuesday show with Rose Fullhorse. So they're going to be joining Rose on the Tuesday show starting the following week. Isn't that cool? And the three of them have really good energy together. They've uh, guest, guest uh, hosted and guest appeared on e each other's shows and so forth like that. Uh, Sunday, February 11th, Bernadette is going to be on by herself. It's Valentine's Open Lines, Romance Angel Readings. That sounds really interesting. Uh, I will be with Maria... Maria Moss and Janice Fuchs on Monday, February 12th. We're having open lines, and we're going to be talking about love and relationships and taking calls for Valentine's readings because it's only a couple days before Valentine's Day. And then uh, Tuesday, February 13th, that's when Rose welcomes her brand-new co-hosts, Vivian and Fiona, and they'll be taking your calls. So the phone number is good for all of those shows 949-203-4840 and to, 
to get the uh, dates, information, times of all those shows, just go to angelpractitioners.com forward slash info. And one more thing before we go to calls, I want to let everybody know we're having a flash sale at the Tarot Guild. Yes, so the International Association of Angel Practitioners I was just talking about, the, the sister organization is the Tarot Guild. And you'll find us at tarotguild.org. And if you go to tarotguild.org forward slash flash, ooh, say that 10 times fast, tarotguild.org forward slash flash. Maybe I should just say flash flash. Oh, I think that's worse. God, Suzanne. Anyway, tarotguild.org forward slash flash. Everything is up to 91% off. And, and uh, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to be doing these flash flash sales on and off. And the idea is that, you know, here we are, we're in the beginning of 2018 and we want to give the opportunity for everybody to experience tarot, to learn tarot. If you want to study it, we have courses uh, to get certified. If you want to get certified as a reader and go professional, or maybe you're already a professional and then for professionals, you know, to join the tarot guild and uh, build their business with us in 2018 so huge discounts during this flash sale it, it's a flash sale because i'm only having it for a day or two and then it goes away <laughs> but i'll be popping in and out with them over the next uh few weeks here in the beginning of of uh, 2018 to give everybody an opportunity to get on so go over there to tarotguild.org forward slash flash and check it out. Just to give you some examples, so like our membership at the guild is $78 for the year, which I think is like 20 cents a day or something like that. It's ridiculously low. Uh, but during the flash sale, you can become a member for 27 bucks. <laughs> so yes, I, that's what a flash sale is. It's like incredible. Um, our tarot beginners course, maybe you want to learn tarot. It doesn't matter whether you want to do this professionally or not. It's fascinating. Our tarot course takes you through sacred geometry and numerology. That's why it's tarot by the numbers is the name of the course. So you learn tarot by the numbers. You also learn, learn numerology while you're learning the tarot and some uh, sacred geometry and other things thrown in. And uh, the course retails for $297. 27 bucks. I kid you not. 91% off. Tarot certification. It's $78 for non-members. 27 bucks. Uh, a tarot reading via email. Regularly $67. 27 bucks. Um, one of my custom numerology reports that I do for you. Uh, I do them myself. I don't. I don't generate this by a computer. I hand do it. And I email it out to you. It's normally $67, $27 right now during the flash sale. Also, you can get uh, a tower reading and a custom numerology report together for just $47. Uh, you can get your membership and certification. Maybe you're a professional reader right now. You want to get certified. You want to join the guild at the same time. I just had someone do that last night when I launched the, uh, the flash sale. And it's uh, $47 for that. Uh, maybe you want to join the guild and get our tarot course as well. I don't even know what that adds up to, Suzanne. That's like, uh, I want to say, okay, so that'd be $375 
for forty seven bucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. I've gone I've gone nuts. I'm telling you, I've gone nuts. But hey, we want to get everybody here here we are in the beginning of twenty eighteen. We want to allow everybody to experience tarot or join the tarot guild or start learning tarot or get certified. And uh, so we're just making it crazy easy for you. And then lastly, um, you can get your membership to the Tarot Guild, uh, your certification application paid for, and the course. That is uh, like $453 uh, value for 67 bucks. That's right. And you just choose your items from the drop-down menu on that page, tarotguild.org forward slash flash. And if you want to add additional items, you just come back to the page and then choose them again and hit the Add to Cart button there. And if you have any questions or need assistance, go to tarotguild.org forward slash contact. You can contact us if you need help or you have questions. Uh, Also, if you're on tarotguild.org, everything that I just talked about is explained uh, via the navigation links at the top of the page. So get a reading, uh, learn tarot is our course, certification, join the guild is, a, is about the membership. So just push those buttons and you can read all about the membership. You can read about uh, the readings. You can read about um, the tarot by the numbers course. You can read about certification and so forth. But if you have any questions, just go ahead and contact us. And so that's tarotguild.org forward slash flash. Alrighty. So we got a bunch of people calling in now. You ready to go to the phone lines? Let's do this. I got to go and uh, reshuffle the deck here because I did the card of the day there. Okay, let's see. Who's been waiting the longest? It looks like 773. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Jamel. I'm calling from Chicago. Hi, Jamel. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Good, good. Hey, um, all right, well, I just saw the uh, blue moon and the eclipse thing. Like, I forgot what's happening, but, you know, I just woke up and just saw it. I saw the whole process of the eclipse and everything. So um, it was amazing. It was mm-hmm. pretty good. It was pretty cool to look at, you know. And um, what is anything specifically supposed to happen to us during this that little phase or whatever is any significant things? Yeah. I don't know, Sus- Suzanne. The- are you up on this? <laughs> I was just. Well, no, yeah. I was just gonna say I, I saw I saw a little uh, blurb about the blue moon, but uh, I don't know anything about. It. I'm not an astrologer, so I know absolutely nothing no, about I- this stuff. You know. Exactly. Did you find out? Exactly. Suzanne? I'm not, so I'm not an astrologer, but. As a science geek and as a witch, there are certain significant things going on right now. Um, so everybody, for those that have been living under a rock, because you haven't been able to escape it on social media, television, newspapers and everything. So we have had um, what they're calling the, uh, the super blood blue moon or something, some combination of that. And a lot of people are like, what Good the God. heck? Yeah, it was like the so, super blood blue moon. Yeah. yeah, so what it is, um, it is a super moon because obviously the Earth's orbit through space is slightly elliptical. What that means is that 
at certain times, and it happens quite frequently, I think it's like you know, every few months or something, but at certain times the moon is physically that little bit closer. And because of the arc of the orbit, it appears massive in the sky. That's what makes it a super moon. And what that means is when we have a full moon, which we've, we've just been experiencing, it means that the moon is very big, very bright, very clear. If you happen to have a nice clear sky, you can really see some detail even with the naked eye. But what it also means is that um, it might actually affect your sleep somewhat because if you think about it, we are some ridiculous percentage water as, as human beings. So we are affected by, by the moon, just like the tides and nature is. So you might find that you're sleeping um, much more lightly. You might find you're dreaming a lot more. Um, those dreams that you're having are more likely to be vivid. If you're sensitive psychically, you might find that during a full moon, and particularly during a supermoon, that what you've got is um, that these dreams, they may be prophetic, precognitive. So you're going to dream stuff that, you, you know, that may later come to pass. You might get insight into future events, that kind of thing. So those of us that are working within the, um, the psychic realm, this is a great time for actually tapping into dream work. And I always recommend if you're interested in this kind of thing, start a dream journal because you will notice you know, when you're doing so, write down what phase of the moon we were in because a lot of people find that around the full moon, their dreams are going to be a lot more vivid and you're going to be able to remember them a lot more. So the reason, yeah. it's, um, the reason it's a blood moon is just because of the way that it's positioned in the sky at the moment. The sun, as it rises and sets, the red light that the sun gives off from the red end of the spectrum is basically just reflecting off of the moon and making it look red. And we always hear the phrase, you know, oh, yeah, that'll happen once in a blue moon. What that actually means is <laughs> what we're having right now. A blue moon is when you have two full moons within the same calendar month. So we started off the year and the month on a full moon, and we finished the month on a full moon. And that is actually quite unusual because it's very rare that it lines up that time. I mean, for a rare event, it happens fairly regularly, but it's still an unusual event. So while I can't talk about it from an astrology point of view, from a psychic point of view, or from a biological point of view, a lot of us may be finding that, yeah, our, dream, our dreams are a lot more vivid. They might be, you know, psychic dreams, precognitive dreams. If you want to do any dream work or any guided meditations, you may find that it's easier at this time of the lunar cycle. But also that might mean that you're just a bit more tired because you're not sleeping very well. But then you've got that kind of, and I'm going through this at the moment, which ties in nicely with today's numerology, that five chaotic energy. Because on the one hand, the moon is really supercharging me on a psychic and a physical level. But on the other hand, I am just drained because I only had like five hours sleep last night and I normally need more like seven to eight. So just be a bit gentle with yourself for the next couple of days. If you're doing any sort of, um, any sort of magical work, you know, the full moon, we're coming out of this full moon phase now. 
So the moon is starting to shrink in size. It's starting to wax away. Oh, sorry, wane away. Um, so now is the time to think about any sort of magical work if you want to remove something from your life. If maybe your, you know, your New Year's resolution was to quit smoking, quit drinking, get healthier, lose some weight, you might be flagging around this time. So use the use the uh, what, uh, the waning energy of the moon to really help with your intention setting to, you know, remove those negative elements from your life. So it's actually quite, although it's fascinating from a science point of view, there's an awful lot going on as well for those of us that are sort of working in this field. And let's be honest, we all dream, we all sleep. So just pay <clears> attention <throat> to what you're dreaming over the past few days and tonight as well, maybe tomorrow night, and just see if they're, they're a bit more vivid, see what you can remember, possibly write them down. And then, you know, check out the meanings in a dream dictionary or something. See what see what might be going on in your subconscious. Okay. All right. Oh, good. Good question, though. <laughs> That's awesome. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for the call, Jamil. You have a great day there, and yeah, I I actually forgot about that, but it it, it was um, I think most visible early in the morning on the thirty first. Yeah. So yeah. we're in the so wane we're in the waning its, part now, yeah. right? Yeah, it has passed its peak. The thirty first was kind of maximum full moon, and yes, yeah, for us here in America, it was kind of around dawn time was the best time to see it. Um, and I saw some fantastic footage on the BBC News, actually, from sort of live from um, the Griffith Observatory in L.A., which was just amazing mm. footage. So, yeah, what we're doing is the kind of the full moon is technically one day, but you will get the effects for a day either side. So it's a three-day event. But, yeah, now the energy is starting to, yeah. is starting to wane away. We're moving into a new phase. So... Whereas with the full moon, you might look at what you're, you know, what you're grateful for and, and, you know, what ways to complete yourself because the moon is full. You might do sort of fertility magic as well around that time. What we're looking at now is moving towards uh, the sort of the first crescent there where the moon is shrinking away. And it's, it's really what's, what else are we shrinking out of our life, whether it's bad habits, Toxic people, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're trying to lose weight. All these things are good in this first sort of quarter after the full moon. And then as we move towards the new moon, that final quarter in the cycle there, what we're seeing then is you're really pushing forward and making these things happen. So there's, there's actually quite a lot magically going on around the moon. But it's also very pretty right yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, we even talked about this uh, in the beginning of the year here and how, you know, you have that demarcation point. We're in 2018. But, you know, it takes a while for the energy to shift. In fact, you're still yeah. feeling it. You still haven't got you still haven't gotten away from that one year energy and into that two year energy, I think. Um, yeah, I so would it's agree the same with that, thing. actually. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with the moon and and. uh other things, you know, there, there's um, this whole um, a few days before and then a few days of and then a few days after, 
you still feel the effects of things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not a it's not a black and white cut off, is it? In any of these things, there's always a shifting energy, and what you've got going on in your own life is also going to have a have a part of that. But I mean, interestingly, I find that. Um, Although I, my sleep is quite poor during the full moon, I actually get my most mm. useful dreams from a psychic point of view during the new moon. I guess that's just because I'm weird that way. Um, but I know a lot of my friends have been, you know, they've been like, oh, my goodness, I've been having some crazy dreams recently. But like, well, yeah, have you seen what's going on outside your bedroom window? So it's, but it's uh-huh. just, it should start easing off now. We should all start sleeping a lot better. And by the way, you mentioned uh, fertility. You mentioned fertility magic, and we got the Empress card for the card of the day today. Exactly, I did think of that as I was saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just find all stuff. You know, I, all the all the synchronicities always fascinate me. Just like when we do readings, and we get a lot of the same information, even though we're pulling cards 2,000 miles away, you know, from each other, different decks and different cards even sometimes, and we're still getting the same message. It's, uh, synchronicity is a fascinating topic, too. Got to talk about that on one of the shows. Synchronicity. So we're going to go back to the phone lines. Um, That's another thing that we were talking about in the green room before the show is that we've noticed over the last, I'd say, a couple months or, or so, the um, the questions have been getting really, yeah. really, really good. Uh, you know, not just continuous. Uh, um, I don't know how to put it. Well, basically, well, like yeah. So not our, ju- our core, not just a lot of reading, questions. but yeah, exactly. Our core questions tend to be. Um, and, you know, and, and this is just generally as a tarot reader, you get a lot of questions of, you know, does he love me? Um, what are his intentions? This kind of thing. Or, you know, how, how can I, you know, how can I improve my life? How can I you know, get a new job? That kind of thing. What we're seeing recently is this shift, isn't it? It's people, we're getting those questions as well because obviously they're important. But we're also getting questions like Jamal Fair or we're getting, you know, people asking well what does this mean for the bigger picture you know, how can I and it's becoming more um, inclusive I want to say it's not a lot of our readings recently haven't really been sort of me 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 it's been about sort of how people are influencing their local community and I find that really fascinating so let's see who's been waiting the longest. It looks like area code two seven zero caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, I'm Joy from Kentucky. Hey Hello, Joy. Joy. Hello, how are you two? We are doing Good. fine. It's a new year. I love oh. New Year's. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like a do it's like a do over. I, I was ready for twenty seventeen to be over and and now we get to start fresh. <laughs> Me too. What I do you want to chat it. about? Um, I kinda wanted a mini reading, but then kind of listening to the moon, I kinda had a question too <laughs> about that. This is gonna okay. be okay. it's weird to me. But I find myself thinking about a guy from my past more. It seems like when there's a full moon. Does that make sense or is that just weird? 
No, it totally does make sense because, like I said, what the full moon does, because we are largely, we are very influenced by the moon. And what she does is um, she does kind of open up our subconscious channels, our psychic channels as well if we have gifts. And I do, I'm one of those that believes that everybody has gifts. It's just not all of us use them and therefore we might be a bit rusty at tapping into our intuition. But um, certainly from, a, so from a, a, a witch's perspective, the moon is, is the physical representation of the goddess and she is all about your intuition, your, you know, your family, your femininity, our relationships. So around the full moon, what we're getting is that combination of, event, of effects whereby you are better able to tap into your intuition but you're also thinking about you know, other people, relationships, and that kind of thing. So I'm not surprised that he crops up in your mind. But it does also then become a bit of a cyclical pattern of repetition. Whether you are aware of it or not, we, kind of, we can fall into that pattern of always thinking about a certain person. You know, certain subconscious triggers will make us think of that person like the full moon and that kind of thing. So there's probably a combination of things there. But it's certainly not uncommon. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that I, I tend to do that more. Um, so I guess if I could ask a question, I guess what I hear from this person. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I had a feeling that's where we were going. Let's see what cards <laughs> come out. <laughs> we'll see what we done. get. Actually, uh, j- just off the top of of the of the here um Suzanne yeah I'll just jump in r- right off the top here uh, I've got the knight of swords and and the the knight of swords is galloping away the opposite direction <laughs> <laughs> I've I've got the 10 of swords um Literally, you know, uh, the the end of a cycle, the dawning of a new day, and the two of swords also. It seems like, you know, you're at a crossroads. Like there's a some kind of decision to be made here. And for for you, I actually, um, for you, Joy, I actually got the the Queen of Coins. I see her as the, she's the real earthy woman, you know, uh, nurturing. She's a nurturer. I call it the mom card because it's what my mom actually looked like when she was younger. That's that's my mom right there. Yep. The nurturer card. Very capable woman. And then there's this new opportunity that comes in, the ace of coins in the very center. This new opportunity coming in, you know. I mean, I... Just, I mean, looking at it, I'm getting a lot of no cards here, <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, he's literally galloping in the opposite direction. You know, if he was on the right side of the queen, he'd be like galloping towards her. But uh, she's four cards into into the spread and he's the very first card on the left galloping in the opposite direction. So let's combine what I got with Suzanne. What did you get? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna hope for something a bit more positive, but this is a really positive set of cards. They're just not about him. Um, so right. what I can see is actually he has, you know, he has nothing more that he can bring to the table here. It's like his time with you is done. He is no longer of benefit to you. But that's because you've, you know, you've learned your lessons. There were qualities about him that you really liked. Um, I can understand why he's still in your mind. But actually what he's done is he has laid the groundwork for something new that's coming along. Uh, so it's a case really of, I would actually say, I don't know if you have anything that's still, you know, that you've kept that reminds you of him. Um, I would say now is the time to remove them from your life. He is a tie to the past. And these cards are all about your future. And just, you know, get yourself get yourself ready for this new guy coming in because you know, as Zach saw, you know, this not you know, that one night galloping away, I actually see a whole new relationship waiting to break free. So definitely over the next few weeks, um literally you know, sort of emotionally and physically clean house. This actually ties in with the moon. Yeah, we, I was talking about the phases of the moon earlier. Again over with the, the moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again over the, over the couple of weeks, you know, gently but firmly remove him from your life if you have things that remind you of him. Because, you know, I do see in just a few short weeks' time, this new person is going to burst onto the scene, and that's going to be a much more exciting prospect. So let's, you know, he was lovely, but he's done. This new guy's going to be amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. There both. you go. Hope that helps. <laughs> and it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because uh, as you were as you were talking to Joy, Suzanne, exactly what you were saying. You know, I'm looking at the cards that I have, right? So you got the Knight of Swords, and and he's galloping the opposite direction. You got the Ten of Swords. Absolute finality with that situation but you got the uh sun rising in in the distance there you got the the new dawn and right, then the yeah. very next card it then the very next card is this ace of coins this new opportunity coming in then you've got the queen of coins she's literally now holding that opportunity but then the very last card two of swords there there's a choice that's going to present itself surrounding the, that situation, though. So be on the lookout for that, Joy. And, hey, if you have to call us back, we're here. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're very awesome. welcome. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling in. And now we're going to go to area code 850. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name's Keisha from Georgia. Hi, Keisha. Hey. How's it going? I was wondering, <laughs> hey, I was wondering, um, do you feel that I have healed enough to get into another relationship, or is there still some uh, healing, some major healing done from the mate, the previous relationship? Interesting. That is interesting. That is Very a really good, good question. question. I know, I, I know. We're getting say, such great questions nowadays. We are, we are. 
Um, I'm I'm going to say just because the first card that's thrown itself out at me is really insistent. Um, you are not done healing, but you are done enough. This is an ongoing process. You are definitely over the worst of it. So I think intuitively you're you're kind of aware that you are healed enough to start moving on, but there is that that still that little bit of fear inside. That is perfectly natural. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that feeling because that is the feeling that keeps us, you know, that keeps us safe. Just don't let it smother right. you in fear. You know, don't let it hold you back in any way. Sometimes just, oh, this is a rubbish analogy. Sorry, my subconscious throws me images. Sometimes you've got to be that little chick just jumping off the branch and hoping you can fly. And you are right. going to be that chick. I told you it was rubbish. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you are going to be that chick. It is going to be terrifying. It always is. When we have, when we have come from a situation that has hurt us a lot, it, it takes a lot of guts to take that leap. But you are strong enough. You can do that. Um, and I do actually see that, you know, your rewards will be that you will fly with this, that you will find love again. I know sometimes you've questioned whether you feel that you are worthy of that. Yeah, of that security, that comfort, maybe. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that you are totally worth it, and it's gonna be okay. That's basically the one big message. It's like one big hug. It is gonna be okay. I hope that helps. That, mm-hmm. What did you get? Fascinating stuff here. The moon showed up again. Not literally the moon card, but I'll tell you in a second. But uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I had to put Keisha's line on hold because I was getting a lot of feedback and background noise. Um, the yeah, I central card that <laughs> Exactly. The central card is the Four of Swords, which suggests uh, there, you need more time for rest, recharging, and recuperation before moving uh, forward. So, uh, you know, I, I get this instinctual feeling that um, uh, she has recovered a lot, you know, almost there, almost there, but maybe not quite yet. There's still a couple of things, you know, Um, I've got the six of cups card showing up. And what I get from this is there's, uh, you know, that's the nostalgia card. So, you know, I, I get that there's, there's things from, Keisha's past that uh, are still, you know, around this situation that are still there. They're not, she hasn't quite worked through the, through everything, if you know what I mean. And um, the only major arcana card that shows up is the high priestess. And that's why I said again with the moon, because <laughs> the high priestess card is attached, you know, associated with the moon, right, Suzanne? Exactly, yeah. And uh, that suggests a lot of things, but, you know, Keisha can program her dreams to reveal to her what she needs to work on. Also, it's talking about intuition and, you know, your, your gut instinct. You can ask yourself and then feel what you feel, connect with what you feel in your body. It will tell you if you're ready or not. Um, There's other things you can do. You can do muscle testing, for instance. So, you know, get a friend or family member. You put your arms straight out 
horizontal to the ground and hold it imagining like it's an iron bar. And then you have that person ask the question, whatever questions you want, including, uh, you know, am I ready for, you know, to start new relationships or, you know, anything around this situation. And then they're going to press down on the arm. And if it doesn't move, then it means you're ready. If it goes down easily, despite the fact you're trying to keep it out there strong, it's saying that you're not ready. So that's another thing you can do with questions. Everybody out there listening can do uh, muscle testing reveals what's really going on in the subconscious, despite what the conscious is thinking about. I'm also getting the eight of swords, which is restriction, sometimes indecision, temporary weakness, fear, self-restriction, a lot of different associations with that, you know. So that's how you might be feeling right now, and you got to get past that. And after that is the eight of cups, which is literally the, you know, onward and upward. So this individual has lined up and perfectly stacked the, the eight cups, and now his back is towards us. He's got a walking stick. He's going up the hill. He's going up to higher ground. Okay, and so, you know, you're ready to do that, but you still got to get all those cups in order first. And I'm feeling like the thing that comes to me, Suzanne, is that Keisha could could benefit from some uh, modalities that help with these kind of things, uh, blocks and uh, emotions and, and from the past and, you know, getting rid of the, the baggage. You know, whenever the Eight of Cups shows up for me, Suzanne, it's like get rid of the baggage, Get the get the emotion because cups is emotions, you know. Get get the yeah. emotions from the past in, in in order, and then move onward and upward. And I think things like EFT, emotional freedom technique, uh, neuro linguistics, you know, NLP, uh, hypnosis, any of those kind of modalities where you know you don't go into therapy for ten months, you know, in ten minutes you work through these things. EFT and NLP is, is especially fast. I mean, you know, the five-minute phobia cure, uh, a lot of the techniques take 10 minutes or, or less. Uh, a round of tapping in EFT literally takes a couple of minutes, you know, and you go through uh, several rounds of, of tapping, and you've only spent 10, 15 minutes and gotten rid of all, all of this garbage. Hyp- hypnosis is fast, too. It takes a little bit longer. you got to spend least a half hour, you know, uh, doing a formal hypnosis process, but it compared to everything else, it's, it's relatively fast. And, you know, that's, what's popping in my head that would, you know, really help you out, Keisha. So let me bring her line back on here. So I, I hope that helped you out. Yeah, it did. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, and thanks welcome. for the great question and for calling in. Yep. As well. And uh, let's see, how are we doing on time? Oh, pretty good here. So we've got a bunch, of more, a bunch more calls. Let's see how many we can get in here. Uh, I'm going to go over to area code 323 is the next in line here. 
What's your name? Where are you calling from? Um, hi there. Thanks for taking my call. My name is Mike uh, from California. California. I love California. My old stomping ground. Hi, Mike. Where are, hi, where how are, are you? I appreciate uh, uh, Los Angeles area. Nice. Alrighty. Um, what do you want to chat about? So, um, well, I feel I feel really honored to have two people um, on the line with me. Um, what I'm what I'm wanting to know essentially is like a, maybe a brief uh, look into my immediate future in terms of my career. I'm not working at the moment, and um, that really needs to change soon. And I'm wondering if there's you know basically what do you see in terms of that mm-hmm. uh, unfolding. Oh, okay. Uh, Suzanne, while you're shuffling there, uh, let me go ahead and ask Mike uh, for his birth month and birthday. Which, what's your day of birth and your month of birth? Um, July 16th. July. Okay, July 16th? Yes. Oh, yeah. See, I'm June 16th. And 16, 1 plus 6 is 7. 7 is the highest spiritual number in numerology. And, you know, our birthdays being 7s is, is one of the reasons why we're attracted to things like this. You know, how does the universe work and uh, divination and all those kind of things? And interestingly enough, you're, you're in a, a 7 personal year. So, you know, this is... a a great year for uh, it's magical and spiritual. It's a very good year to um, work on anything that has to do with research or projects. The example I always give is like, you know, in a seven year genealogy projects, perfect, you know, that kind of thing. Um, in a seven year your spirituality and you know your antenna literally goes up as far as your intuition is concerned in a seven year. Um, you might find yourself pulling back a little. You need personal space, you know, to ask the big questions, do the research in a seven year. The, the great thing about a seven year is you can actually find out <laughs> the answers in a seven year. Uh, don't be the hermit too long though. You know, uh, what you got to, pop your head up, get back in the game every once in a while. It's a good year to listen to music, take walks in nature. Being near water can be very comforting and healing in a seven year. So that's uh, what's going on in your you know, personal year cycle. And let, let's see okay. what uh, Suzanne got as far as cards specifically for your question there, Mike. Yeah, what you getting, actually Suzanne? this year... This year is going to be quite a big year for you. Um, can I ask what, what area you work in? What fields you work in? Um, well, real estate uh, development and uh, you know property management and things like that. Okay, that makes that does actually make total sense here. Um, because what I'm what I'm actually seeing is that. Even though it doesn't feel like it right now, you are exactly where you need to be in terms of your career. This lull is for a reason. As frustrating as it is, please don't scream at me, but this lull is for a reason. And that is because this is kind of the calm before the storm. And I'm, I was going to say to you, you know, 
this is the year that really to make the most of it, you want to specialize. And I'm guessing, I know a few people in, you know, in real estate that, you know, and they have their niche, you know, one of my friends, he deals with, you know, military personnel, that's his niche, you know, somebody else deals with high end stuff, somebody else deals with you know, families. So, you know, find your niche, because that is going to be the key here. And um, I mean, I'm not sure if you have a specialty right now, but this is definitely the year if you haven't got it, figure out what it is, where your passion lies. Because what I find with people in, in real estate, as in pretty much any job, is you do it for a reason. You have to be motivated mm-hmm. in real estate. You know, and it's, so you've got that passion behind you, but, you know, specifically, what type of clientele are you looking to work with? Because what I'm seeing is this is the year that you know, as long as you can get all your you know, all your ducks lined up, as we say in the UK, I don't know if that translates in the US, but you know, as long as you get everything in order, everything is going to really start working for you. That's why you've got this bit of a lull, because this is the prep work, because quite frankly, you're not going to get a day off for the rest of the year. It's that kind of extreme energy that's coming in your way. So keep at it, my lovely, keep at it, because... Yeah, and like I say, find your niche and work your magic on that niche because you are going to be amazing this year. Don't give up hope. It is all about to change. And, I mean, this can happen in the next sort of couple of weeks or so. You can make it happen that quickly. But just focus on your speciality, focus on your niche, and pull out all the stops. You're going to do this. Okay. hope that helps. <laughs> Um, I'm so excited for uh, you. Yeah, uh, it does. Uh, thank you very much. And ironically enough, I do live by the water, so uh, uh, I do take a there lot of walks uh, in nature as well. And and I've been doing some research. So um, ironically enough, I didn't even know uh, this was the year to do all yeah. that. So um, yeah, well, all right, well thank you for your help. I mean, oh yeah. Well, yeah. hold on, hold on. I got I got more for you. <laughs> I got more because I okay. I pull cards. Pulled cards too, yeah. And uh, you know, I was doing the the numbers there, and then I let you know Suzanne jump in, so I had time to shuffle and pull cards myself. And we're in this two world year, which is about cooperation and relationships, partnerships. It's a great year for all of that. And what Suzanne said about you know you need it this time, it, it makes so much sense. Because, like, the very first card I get is, uh, Suzanne, the Four of Swords again, like we got with the previous oh, caller. Oh, there we go. You know, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a card of healing and recharge and recuperation and, and preparation for the future. You know, it's exactly, exactly how things are, are supposed to be. And then we get the Two of Swords, which we also got for, and I swear I shuffled the deck, uh, <laughs> we also got with the previous caller about a, a decision coming up. And then following that is the King of Swords. So look at what we got there. Okay, we, we start out with, with Four Swords, go down to Two Swords, where ultimately a choice needs to be made. And then we end up with the King of Swords, which he's holding one sword. Swords are ideas, ideas, information, thoughts. So he gets it down to this single choice, the single sword to move forward with, so to speak. At the same time, he represents somebody 
that uh, has a lot of resources in this area. And right after that is the Three of Cups, which is celebration. But the main thing for me is there's, there's three people showing up in the card, and then that's followed by the Two of Wands, which is uh, new, new venture, uh, a need to look further, um, being open, open-minded, uh, creativity, things like that. So you wrap this all together, and it being a, a, a two-year of um, partnerships and relationships, and then you got that, that Three of Cups there, there's going to be this opportunity where you're going to be able to focus on one thing, and you're going to be able to partner with other people that have resources in that particular niche, which is what Suzanne was talking about, the niche. So that's okay. what I see. Yeah, it looks really, really um, good. You just have have to be, you know, open to it and looking for it. It's going to show up. Okay, I mean, I'm definitely looking for it and I'm definitely open to it. So, um mm-hmm. this so it sounds like um basically it it sounds like all the work I've been doing is is potentially going to start culminating within the next couple of weeks and then is that what you're getting or That's right. That's right. Uh, somewhere in within two weeks, it, it it starts to move forward, and and in that period, remember the first thing that happens after the respite, the the four of swords, the two of swords shows up. So, in that two week time frame, um, I'd say two to three weeks actually. You know, so somewhere between two to three weeks, you know, look for a fork in the road. When you see the fork in the road, say to yourself, ah, that's it, that's it. That's what Dax was talking about. You see, that's why it's great to get a reading because these things happen and, you know, we go right past them and we don't see them. But, you know, forewarned is forearmed. So now you know to expect that. That's the precursor to what happens next. So look for that fork in the road and then – you're going to be able to solidify things onto a, that single sword, that single idea to move forward. Okay, and so I is, the fork, you know, is the fork going to be obvious or is it going to be subtle? I mean, it could be either way, but you know, I, I just that's why I'm warning you now because I had the feeling that it might be more subtle. That's my gut instinct is it, it's not going to be this overt thing. But now I'm telling you to look for it, so it will be more o- overt to you because I've already, you know, forearmed you there. So uh, you're going to see okay. this thing come. I have I have no idea what it is, but you know, in that two to three week time frame, when you see the fork of the road, you go aha, and then directly after that, or around the same time, is when this individual shows up, and the individual. You know, it, it could be somebody you're actually already acquainted with that you just come to the realization, or it could be somebody completely new that comes in, and this person, you know, has that King of Swords energy, analytical, rational, clear-minded, cautious, uh, air of authority, intellectual honesty, has principles, um, unemotionally decisive and 
that person can, you know, both help you solidify the idea and also has resources in that area of expertise where you're going to be able to partner up with this person or persons, you know, because the very next card is three people. So two to three people uh, is what I see happening. And then you got to call us back and let us know what happened. <laughs> uh, I definitely That's will because there's, uh, uh, there's <laughs> some of the things you said are potentially already in the works. So um, uh, yeah, that was, was very interesting. Um, okay. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else? Well, there is my time up or... <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, thank you guys. That's it. I appreciate it the... a lot. And I'll, uh, I'll keep you posted. Please do. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, Mike. And, um, you know, we invite everybody to, you know, uh, to call back in and, and, uh, we, we love to hear, you know, what, what happens because we all have free will and we can decide to go down a different path. And Mike already said, you know, some of this stuff is already in motion. He already sees it. Okay. It's just going to solidify more in the next few weeks. And, that's the thing about tarot, you know, uh, we've talked about this before, Suzanne, how it's like, it's like 90% confirmation and 10% yeah. new information. Yeah. That's how tarot yeah, works exactly. with people. Yeah. yeah. And I think, Absolutely. I think Mike, just really quickly, Mike raised an interesting point when he said, you know, will this crossroads be obvious to me? And we often get, you know, questions along those lines when we're doing readings and working with clients. Um, And the truth is, which we often say on the show, is the very act of getting a tarot reading or whatever form of divination you you choose to um, utilize, but whenever you get insight, you're automatically changing the future. You're either reinforcing future outcomes or you are changing the future outcome to a different thing. So... Yeah, in Mike's case there, you know, is, is this crossroads going to be, is this choice going to be obvious? Well, it probably would have been, he would have been aware of it. Of course, he's going to be aware of it if he's going through life. But now he knows to look out for it, it's going to be blatantly mm-hmm. obvious. And he, he will already have spent you know, X amount of time putting thought into this and, you know, innately t- tapping into his intuition to see how he feels about this, where he wants to be going, what he wants to be doing. And it's the same with all tarot readings. Once you've got that knowledge, it automatically sets things in motion so that you are more aware when you get the, you know, when you reach that point in the timeline, you are more aware of it. You are, like you said, forewarned of events. So you are forearmed. And it's, mm-hmm. it really is about, helping you understand what's motivating you, what you want to be achieving, where you want to be heading. So it's, you know, for anybody that's wondering, well, how will I know? You will know. You know, even if you think tarot readings are just nonsense and rubbish and you do it for a laugh, subconsciously you will take on board the information and you will know when the time comes, oh, that's what the, that's what my tarot reader was talking about. That's just the way it works, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. It's very akin and works with the law of attraction, you know. So yeah. what, what, happens with, what happens with the law of attraction is uh, all the information that surrounds you, people, places, and things, you know, it's, it's all there. It's all going into your subconscious mind. But 
we're not seeing things consciously. So basically what's going on is we have filters in place and we are filtering out because our conscious, our conscious mind (laughs) can only comprehend uh, five plus or two plus or minus two bits, they call it. Uh, And what that is, is, is bits of information. Whereas our subconscious mind can absorb it all. So when we set a goal, Okay, we set the intention for something. We activate something in the brain that's called the reticular activating system. It's in the uh, medigula, medigula, I can't even say it. You know, the center part of the brain, the, the, uh, the lizard brain, the, the paleocortex. And we'll what that. that does <laughs> is, yeah, we'll go with that. It's easier to say. Uh, what that does is it... Um, programs the subconscious mind to help you achieve that intention. So it starts putting the people, places, and things, the information that it gathers from all around you, it, it, it puts it in your conscious awareness so that you can make use of it. Um, an example, here's a good example to understand the reticular activating system. So you go down to the dealership, you've been researching this car, you know what car you want, and you just love it to death. You go down and you, you test drive and you buy it right on the spot. You get on the road, you start driving around LA and, uh, in Mike's case, and, um, it, you find out that, uh, you're noticing, you're seeing, let's say you bought a, a RAV4, Toyota RAV4, and you're driving around, around your brand new 20, 2018 RAV4, and, and you're seeing RAV4s everywhere. Now, Suzanne, were those always there? Yes. Of course, yeah. But, of course. But you weren't noticing them until what? You had a hyper-focused attention on that particular vehicle and then you start seeing them everywhere that's how this system operates now that's the scientific explanation and then there's the metaphysical law of attraction explanation of uh, like vibration or energy attracts other like vibration or energy you know so which is which? Either path you want to go down, the the metaphysical path or the spiritual. Uh, sorry, the metaphysical path, the spiritual path, or the scientific. There is a scientific explanation for this, even if you don't believe in metaphysics or spirituality or or anything like that. Uh, and and it really really does work. And it's very akin to what happens with a tower reading. Adjusting focus, creating new focus, new information, or just refocusing differently, uh, what we call in neurolinguistics, we call it reframing the same information. So there you go. Let's see. What do you think? Can we squeeze in a, another call or two? We can probably do one more, I reckon. Yeah, let's do it. We're on a roll. Okay, we're going to go to area code. We're over time, folks, but we're going to see what we can do here. We're going to go to area code 401. Caller, you're next. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 
Hi, thanks for taking my call. My name is Carrie, and I'm calling from Rhode Island. Wow, nice we're going all over the country. I'm we just are. This is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year to you, Carrie. And uh, very what do you want to chat about today? Um, I was just going to call in for a general, you know, any general messages you may have for me. 2017, uh, which I thought was it was a year of a lot of changes, but also it felt somewhat stagnant. So I'm definitely in a process of transition. I've had some major life changes over the past few years, loss of loved ones, assumption of new responsibilities, new relationship, putting down roots, and uh, just, you know, I'm in transition between careers. So I'm just trying to find, yeah. you know, I think along my journey, kind of hard um, when things that you relied upon or, you know, your trusted sources or friends and family. Um, you, you really need to learn to rely on yourself. That's what I've learned, if anything. But with so many options available, sometimes I get a little stuck. So any messages you may have for me, I'm definitely more than open to hearing. Well, let's look at your personal year number first. Uh, now, remember, last year was a, uh, a year one, which was new beginnings. Perfect for starting new career moves or new careers altogether, new relationships, and especially in the relationship realm, here we are in the two-year now, which is all about relationships. So anything you started in 2017 is going to solidify in 2018. But you may be someplace else in your personal year cycle of nine years. So let's take a look at that. What month and day were you born on? August 6th, 8th, 6th. Eight, six, and then we add that to 2018 or the world year number two, and we get seven. So just like our previous caller, <laughs> you are also in this year of exploration, <laughs> uh, high spiritual year, uh, looking at your psychic abilities, maybe working on that a, a bit, your intuition, pay more attention, you know, with the intuition there. And um, let's see, I'm going to draw some cards here. And just see what comes up. Meanwhile, Suzanne, have you already shuffled? What what are you getting? I have. What I'm getting is this is the year that you're going to really start flying. You're really going to be taking off in life. I can see actually central to all of this is this sense that you have been frozen in time. Like there's Mm -hmm. been a lot going on in the background, but you've just not been able to make any progress. What's happening now is um, it's, that phase is coming to an end, and it's, it's really going to set you free this year. But what I'm going to say is, you know, it's very easy to get, um, to get distracted when the mm-hmm. energy is swirling around us like this. It's very easy to, um, you know, flip from one thing to another, not really settling down to you know, any real path. So just be aware of that. Listen to your intuition because that is going to be key. I say that a lot to people, but I do feel that you in particular, um, you, you are very intuitive, but you sometimes, in those dark moments, you sometimes question your, your own motives, I guess. Yeah. Listen to your gut instinct. Yeah. Listen to your intuition because it really is going to lead you down the right path. You don't necessarily understand why your intuition is telling you these things, but it is there for a reason. So, you know, if your intuition says go for something, even though in your head 
It makes no sense. It is the craziest dumb thing ever. Listen to your <laughs> intuition because it's really going to take off. That's a scary thing for me to say, I know. But, you know, just take that deep breath. I think, no, do you know what? I got this. Because actually with last year being so stagnant in many ways, what it was actually doing was providing you with a firm foundation from which you can spring yeah. and fly and take off and be amazing. It's given you that basis. You've worked through a lot of stuff. Now is the chance to be free of the shackles and really just follow your heart's desire. Whether that is work, family, I actually think it's going to be a bit of, a bit of everything. This is going to be one of those years where there's no real, in that sense, there's no real focus. This isn't all going to be about your career, all going to be about your relationships with people. Everything is going to be interwoven. And as we move through this year and into next year, what you're going to see is actually finding an equilibrium where you've got your own me time, but you've got your social time, your relationships are a lot more healthy, and you know, just everything is going to mesh together a lot better this year. All the rubbish of last year is going to pay off, basically. Well, that is definitely comforting to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good. You know, I do. Yeah, you. I do have another. You know, we've been together for quite some time, and we actually have some sort of. We have business interests together in real estate, and that's okay. where some of the stagnations come in. So yeah, I mean, it's where my intuition's nagging me like uh-huh. cup, eyes to it, and you know, but it's hard. I mean, it's just it's really got me stuck. I don't. I did have someone that I oh, previously yeah, see, in a long term relationship. That you, and, you know, he passed. Okay. Terry, it's interesting. You mentioned that because it's like I, I'm getting all these two cards, which are, are about uh, making decisions, you know, and especially the the, the two of pentacles, which is, um, you know, weighing the material. So uh, finances and, and real estate and, and all those kind of things. Absolutely. And he, um, you know, he has a career. He has a career. So he's a firefighter. He also had a business previously. But I mean, he said the intention with myself, you know, to you know, take on these properties and they actually belong to family members of mine who have, you know, since passed away. So there's some emotional ties for me. I mean, basically at the end of the day, it's, you know, either do something productive with it. <laughs> you got to move forward. You got to keep moving forward in life. And it's almost like, I don't know if he's just hesitant himself. He, he's not opening up. He kind of shut down. Maybe it's too big of a project for him to deal with. But I mean, we both have financial interest in here, so we can't waste this opportunity. Um, and one way or the other has to either, work to, you know, continue to maintain it and rent them out, sell them, you know, just move somewhere in, in some sort of direction. And I think that's my frustration because I really can't make that decision on my own. Yep. Yep. It, so, it's funny because this, this spread, Suzanne, uh, Suzanne, th- this spreads like, you know, all about decisions and making decisions. Yeah. And yeah, you know how you were mentioning about uh, Carrie, you know, getting more in touch with the intuitive, and we started off the show talking about the moon and everything, and I, I literally got the moon card in this psychic ability, oh, an intuitive awakening, <laughs> dreams. You know, you need to listen to your own intuition when making these decisions. Also, you know, there's the opportunity in all of this to win, but at what expense? Okay, right. so, you know, be on the be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for that. Especially winning at at someone else's expense is what the tarot was warning me 
that you need to look at. The 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 tarot is also talking about you know wanting you to get and in a two year world year of two is in addition to relationships and mediation and and all those other factors and you know duality and and decisions. That's why we're getting all these two cards, I think. <laughs> but yeah. um, there's a lot the of other, them everywhere. The, not driving. The, the other thing. Right. And the, but the other thing is, is that is that two is think of the high priestess, too, which we got in a previous spread. And then the, the moon card showing up here, two is about psychic ability and intuition. And, and you know, you, you need to focus on that more. And uh, especially you're in a seven year. This is the perfect year for that kind of exploration, exploration and research and development of, of that aspect of your life mm-hmm. there. And that's going to that's going to help you with all these decisions. You know, I mean, this spread is is uh, book ended by you got the uh, two two swords on one two of swords on one side, two of pentacles on the other side. You know, it's it's all about decisions. Uh, I- interestingly enough, uh, Suzanne, we were talking about the synchronicities earlier and. You know, there's the moon card showing up, but also, you know, I got the two of swords and the three of cups in a previous spread, and here they are showing up again. You know, it, every time we do a show now, it seems like there is so many synchronicities. Um, either the questions are similar, or you know, we're getting the the same cards, even though we shuffle really well in between each caller. You know, we we get the same cards coming up and. It's just amazing to me, absolutely amazing. Oh, and that's the last thing. The only card I haven't talked about is that Three of Cups. Three of Cups suggests that, Carrie, you really got to let your hair down occasionally and get out there and just enjoy life. Right. <laughs> you need to get out with uh, a, a night out with – I mean, uh, it's suggestive of a night out with the girls, you know, Drink some wine, do a little dancing, listen to music, whatever is your fancy, and just, you know, let the hair down and get out there, take a deep breath, and, and just enjoy yourself is what's coming up in the cards as well. So I hope that yes, helped you out. Absolutely. Thank you both very much. I appreciate it. Wonderful. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Just amazing, great call, Suzanne, and uh, the synchronicities and the the threads that seem to go through yeah. the call. Yeah, it's always fascinating that? when that happens, doesn't it? When we get certain, you know, certain, like I say, certain threads, certain themes coming through, and they might be wildly different questions, but they'll incorporate the same message in the cards maybe the same cards will keep coming up or you know the focus will be on sometimes it's you know working on your intuition sometimes it's working on your you know people skills but we do get we do find we get certain threads coming up it's always fascinating when that happens yes absolutely and you know great calls and and you know we start off with that really interesting question about the moon and everything and then the very last caller, the 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 moon card shows up, and I, I just felt shows like up, it was yeah. going to show up. <laughs> I knew it was going to show up. Oh my gosh! 
Anyway, another great show. I want to remind everybody uh, we'll be back next week, of course. And if you want to learn your personal year number, if you want to call in for a reading or talk about these topics or anything else that's on your mind, or maybe there's something that you want us to pull cards on. You know, we can do the mini readings, you know, personal things, but we can also pull cards on, on anything. You know, we used to challenge people, Suzanne, to call in about a uh, – uh, topic in the news or something like that for us yeah. to pull cards on. Yeah, that's always fascinating. Yeah, they were always interesting. You know, and when there's a date involved or some kind of you know number system, we're able to apply numerology to it as well. We used to do that a lot when uh, famous folks would you know pass away. We would would do their numerology. You know, uh, musicians and singers and artists and comedians and actors and uh, poli- famous politicians, whatever, you know, we would, uh, we had a lot of them pass away two years ago in the, in the nine year of 2016. And so we were doing that a lot back in 2016. So we can do that as well. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Lots of fun stuff. Join us next week. Remember we got, we got shows on uh, Sunday and Tuesday, really fascinating shows. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you and I will be back next Thursday. Uh, Vivian and Fiona will be back for their last show on a Friday, next Friday. And then the following Tuesday, at the 13th, they'll be on with Rose. Uh, Maria, Janice, and I will be on on the 12th, two days before Valentine's Day, doing the Valentine's readings. Lots of great stuff going on. Go over to angelpractitioners.com forward slash info. That's angelpractitioners.com forward slash info. Remember to check out the Tarot Guild website, tarotguild.org. If you're into tarot and numerology, uh, I got that flash sale going on, tarotguild.org slash flash. Wow, say that 10 times fast. tarotguild.org forward slash flash. Go check that out. Uh, really great, fantastic savings for the beginning of the new year. Join us as a member of the Guild. Uh, enroll in, our, in the Tarot by the Numbers course. Um, apply for Tarot certification. Get a reading. Get a numerology report. Everything's on sale up to 91% off. Go check that out. Well, thanks, Suzanne. Another great show. A lot of fun. And a lot we'll of fun. Thank you to everybody for calling in. Absolutely. And uh, can't wait for next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Suzanne. Bye now. Bye, all. <laughs> <laughs>